leadership is one of the key drivers of collective action. Learning to live a natural hierarchy. And we kind of dropped the notion of needing to lead people. When a whole group of people are trying to, to move, you need to know when as a group to move. Hello, this is Carolina from the Leadership Festival. Thank you so much for joining us today for our first podcast. We're, we're super excited to share some stories with you. And you know what? If this is the first time you're hearing about the Leadership Festival, don't worry, you're in the right place. Today we're going to be sharing some stories and some snippets from the last two editions of the Global Gatherings and we're also going to give you a sneak preview of what's going to be happening in Berlin this year. And this year we're meeting in less than a month. It's on October mm. 2nd to 6th. So you could hear that uh -huh in the background because who's here today <laughs> with me is Sebastian. Hello Sebastian. Hey Caro. Hey people out there. Thanks for having me. Well, you're very welcome. I'm really glad you could be here with us today because you joined the festival last year and you're joining this year as well. So I thought you're going to be a perfect person to chat to. Thank you. I mean, Leadership Festival last year has been so great. I mean, we had Tom Thomason from ENCODE and David Sibbett from The Grove. And we had Anna Gonçalves from the Institute of Strategic Clarity. Oh, yeah. And we are all getting together in this environment. I mean... Who knew we could have a festival about leadership? It is really amazing. I mean, this is, you know, like an aspect often people talk to us about, like a festival and business, like how does it fit together? But seriously, we didn't want to do another serious format mm -hmm. about business. Uh, we didn't want to do something that would feel like a board meeting with a bunch of people who know everything and are just exchanging the, the answers. Mm -hmm. We want to do something that would really feel different, you know, like we wanted something that would more have like this energy of a journey we're all going together on, like as a as a crowd, a bunch, a community, mm -hmm. a place where we can engage in deep conversations, you know, and, and frankly, a place where we can also have some laughs, you know, so it's not so serious. <laughs> yeah, and there were a lot of laughs. And mm. yeah, I really... Uh... Just to share this one as a quick one. Um, I was coming home and I felt as a part of a community mm. when I got back. And yeah, then thinking of the combination of talks about new ideas, labs where people share their experience in their companies and just sitting together in a circle, trying to understand what we know about this new leadership already and what we see is still needed to happen in the world. You know, it's very funny you should say that because this is exactly the conversation that Sylvia and Gisela Wendling had last year. Mm -hmm. How about we, we listen to them for a bit? Yeah. So I'm very curious, what are your sensations and impressions about? Yeah. I can share a couple. Mm -hmm. uh, from the very first moment that I saw people coming together, it was um, very clear. It's, it's people are coming for... Um, come to be in community, they come here for connection, colleagueship, and not being alone in their work. They come here to, to find others who are, might have the same questions, have the, maybe the same challenges, and um, looking for ways to do things more effectively and differently. Mm. 
and to connect with um, a vision for what's possible. So that was Gisela Wendling from the Glen talking to our co-founder Sylvia. Um, Sebastian, I'm wondering, you know, like from your perspective, what was what was your experience mm -hmm. arriving to the festival? Mm -hmm. So I can totally agree with what Gisela is saying. For me, it was clear from yeah the very first moment that this is about people here, mm -hmm. and it is really colorful and just different to what you would expect. Mm -hmm. That was clear from the very first time. And Carolina, tell me, how did you come up with this idea? I mean, why do you feel Leadership Festival is important now? Well, we both know that if you ask me this question, we're going to spend long three hours here and no one's <laughs> going to listen to that. So I would like to pass on to Aftab Omar mm. uh, from Meridian University. Because, you know, like... AFTAP has this like unique capacity to explain things that are happening, adding like this global dimension to that, and he also puts in a puts it in a historical setting. How we act collectively, all the way from small groups, organizations, communities, social systems, cities, nations, the future depends on. I mean, there are now hundreds of books on leadership maybe hundreds and hundreds of leadership development programs. So the approach that this leadership festival that um, Carolina and Sylvia have co-founded is actually quite distinct in how it connects leadership to whole persons and whole systems. And one of the key dimensions that has been missing in leadership development work is if we could speak archetypally we would say the feminine dimension has been missing our ideas about leadership have been very masculine principle but there is a there is this other dimension of leadership that's equally important and you can call that feminine you could call it Some, something else as well, you know. The Taoists call it the, yang, yin, the yin and the yang, for example. The alchemists call it the lunar and the solar. So masculine and feminine is another way to speak about it. And, that, uh, and they have both the content and the design and the facilitation are all infused with the feminine in a very attuned way without speaking about it and that makes it all the more powerful you know exactly it's enacted not reflected because reflection especially when it's premature actually removes us further from the learning that comes from enacting so uh, a festival itself is an example an embodiment of enacting holistic or integral leadership. That is so right, was after saying. But is he talking this year again? Did I get it right? Will he be in Berlin? You're right. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I think I didn't say that clearly. Like no. he joined us in 2017, you know, and that was kind of a spur of a moment thing. We met in the 
Integral Convergence in Berlin. And then he said, I'm coming. I like your webpage. I'm going to join. <laughs> so he was a little bit, you know, like our secret participant. And this year we really, you know, like we really want to have Aftab doing this, what Aftab does best, meaning being the closing keynote. And he's going to be sharing this year on something that's super important for the people who are gathering which is building transformative communities of practice. Wow, this sounds incredible. Um, but would it be silly of me to ask, what the hell is that transformative Transformative thing? communities of practice. Yeah. It's never silly to ask because, you know, like the thing is, I could feel silly now and think, oh, I don't know what the scientific definition of that mm -hmm. is, you know, like yeah. a definition that would be, you know, like nice and neat. But this is also not what the festival is about. It's about like having working definitions. So uh, my working definition, like a private one, is a transformative community of practice would be a group of people who work together, who share the same purpose and often share the same methodology. Mm -hmm. And these are also people who are trying to change the world around them. Mm -hmm. Easy, right? Super easy. I mean, doing it already. Well, you think I'm joking and you're looking at me like I'm joking, but I'm actually not joking because no. the thing is so many of us are doing it already. Mm. And that's, you know, like that's the thing, like often we don't know what name the, the thing we're doing has. And the moment we have names, it's easier to communicate. It's easier to exchange. And this is what people also told us why they're coming. So that in their work, you know, like they know how to communicate with one another about the parts that are, you know, like pure bliss and fantastic, but also the tough parts. Mm, yeah, this brings me to another thought. Um, you know, with all the work there is to be done in our teams mm. and our project and in the world, We really need to take care of ourselves, right? Yeah. Remember what Talia said last year? We only have one copy. You're right. I'd just like to share from my own experience, like yeah. what my own edges yeah. around this okay. is, is um, self-care. Mm -hmm. And there's, um, is recognizing, you know, like I have to recognize, and is recognizing that we have certain limits to what we can do. Mm -hmm. And that when I consistently overextend myself, the quality of my work and the quality of my presence goes down and I'm, I'm, I'm less effective. So it's, it's like I have to have the humility to recognize where my limits are and in that sustain myself and then from that place to do my best work. Mm. And it's... Um, and it's this paradox we, we were talking about, yeah. like being certain about uncertain. Mm. <laughs> right. hmm. But what does Sylvia mean with the paradox then? Well, you know, that's the thing with all of that new leadership, new work, new organizations, or however you want to call it. We, we really love having people like Gisela join the festival because she understands that when we ask a question rather than given an answer or given a big claim, that this is where we are actually in, in this inquiry, you know, because basically we don't know yet what this new leadership is. Mm. You know, we're in the mm. middle of going from an old one to a new one. We're building a bridge. We're figuring out ways. Mm -hmm. But but we don't have answers yet. So, you know, like, that's fantastic to have people who support us in saying, hey, if you're saying you only have questions, not answers, then you're actually on the right track. <laughs> 
And, you know, like what our job is now is as practitioners to meet over and over again in a circle and to figure out together what is it that's emerging, what is it that we witness, what is it that we understand. And I have to say that is massively exciting So for me from the experiences last year and to be there this, uh, this year as well. It's so, it feels really good to be part of this seriously historical moment and to figure it out together with you guys. And I think, you know, like, honestly, I think it's not an understatement that we're in a historically significant moment. I mean, we we had David Sibbett join us last year and, and he, he turned 75. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like this year we're even stretching the festival more to this intergenerational aspect. Mm-hmm. And and David, with his 75, you know, like, in 68, he lived in San Francisco. That mm. means all of the things, all of the flower power and all of the hippie movements, he was there to witness that. So it means he's had some practice, you know, more than you and I, in mm. observing historical movements when they're happening. And I really love him sharing his perspective. My impression is that... Um the need to start new businesses and work in different ways and really celebrate, for instance, the, um, the role of strong feminine leadership, that some of these themes have special uh, potency. Could call it the festival of new growth, <laughs> you know, of, of what is springing up. And we're still trying to figure out yeah. what it actually means, this new leadership. You know, like, how to define it, how to find a common language so we can actually talk about it. It's not just agility. It's not only self-management. It, what is it for you? Or what, what could be your, you know, some ideas about that? Well, for me, even just the fact that you're making it a question mm-hmm. is that it opens up an exploration what is possible in the space of leadership rather than saying this is the new paradigm of leadership, because I actually don't think we have that yet. Mm-hmm. But we're actually really looking for new ways of working together, new ways of, of developing understandings and perhaps you know, trying out new solutions in, and finding new organizational structures that really support the kind of collaboration, collaborative activities that we need across industries and disciplines and institutions and government. And so there is the, there is a question about so what type of leadership is really required to lead us into the future. You know, like we're talking a lot about this being a transformational time, and what does it mean to be transformational leader, and then what does it mean to to you know, have the strength, the courage, the foresight, the wherewithal to to be willing to actually take on the challenge of of that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's sort of. So maybe as I'm just reflecting on that, is that would be my question. You know, like what are what are the qualities of a transformational leader that that are really needed, mm-hmm. and they might be quite different from a trans, from a leader who is about maintaining and building status quo. I mean, like really building mm-hmm. out a certain status quo. So, you know, this conversation about moving from eco-structures to, or eco-structures to uh, eco-structures is a lot about, you know, how do we work with the leadership roles in such a way Mm -hmm. that, that really the right people lead from functional expertise, perhaps, rather than by position. I mean, so we're looking Mm -hmm. for, 
for new ways of, of bringing the right capabilities, the right attitudes the, in the forward so that the structures don't get in the way. Oh, it's so nice to hear, David. All right, right, people, kind of have to wrap it up now, huh? Yeah, I know. So, okay, here's the deal. These things that you heard just now are a couple of things that we have experienced with the community, mm -hmm. a couple of things we found out that people believe that they know, and mm -hmm. a bunch of things that we all believe we don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, But, you know, there are actually also some waypoints. There are some practices. There are some things that people explore and test with their teams. And we would love to share them in episode two with you. And you promise there will be no answers in the next one? Oh, you're evil, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, people, so much for tuning in today. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Thanks for having me. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.